Hey guys, it's Friday. I'm filling in for Grant. This is Brian. We're ch- hanging out with Lori and a special guest in the studio. It's Brittany Witch. Yeah! We got the the Brys, the Brits, and the Lores. Very good, Brian. Hey, yes. thank you so much. Brittany, I'm so glad I insisted on that intro for you. You literally have done more for my career than I've ever done for my career. <laughs> so, I mean, and of course you have. Like, you are the marketing guru. I just show up. Jeez. Well, thank you for filling in today. Julia did not take the day off today uh, because of the snowmageddon that everybody is all worked up about. But it does... Uh, she just wanted to ta- take a couple Fridays off in, in December, and I'm like, do it. It's, you got the time, girl. The one who likes it the best is me. It was when you guys take a day off since I get to come yeah. in. Snow or no snow, I'll, I'll show up. So, okay, so a couple of little housekeeping things. Uh-huh. So today's host on a post somewhere on the MyTalk page is Julia in an elf hat. Ooh. And Ooh. if you find her... You click on it, and who knows what page it's on. So you, you know, but then you can you'll be entered to win the thousand dollar drawing, which will cut off at five today, and we'll announce who of everyone that registered th- this week. Because some people found the elf every day and registered. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, nice. you can get a chance per time. So, so we'll find out then at five thirty. At five thirty, who won today? Who won for the week? Oh, it's a thousand dollars a week. Yeah, I so get next it. week it'll start all over in different. Posts on a post, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Have you guys been able to find it? Uh, The first day was really hard. It was Alexis. I had to go. I don't know. I was all over the place. Then the second day, Rocco was kind of easy, clean, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, I even discovered a few new things on our website. I didn't know we had. (laughs) So maybe that's what they're hoping people will. Yeah. Stumble across something. That's but pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to be doing that for the next uh, two weeks, I believe. Two or three weeks. That's so, super fun. Yeah, so it's fun. So that'll happen. But you can still, if you do it sometime between three and five today, you'd be eligible if you can find it. And I feel like a lot of people went home early today. Yeah. So you have time. Go, go now that you're stuck indoors. Yeah. I mean, or they canceled school and or work. Yeah. I mean, these weather woodies are just... Just something. came out of nowhere, it seemed like. Yeah, it did. But every... Like last night I looked and it was going to start snowing in the morning. I mean, it just kept pushing back. Yeah. So I don't know if it's that bad out there, if it's just the roads are, you know, a lot of people and it's a little slippery. I think, yeah, I think it's a combo of it being the first one. And then I think it's supposed to snow for a long period of time. So maybe right now it's not too bad. But like I talked to this guy at the gas station who works for the state and he does plow stuff. And he was like, yeah, we'll make sure it's all ready to go by Monday morning. So I think he's expecting a lot throughout the whole weekend. What? Really? That's not what I heard. I mean, but I they're don't just know. prepared. Yeah, this guy was just some random guy at the gas station. He was yeah. lovely, but like right. he made me feel like, should I? All right, well, good to know. Yeah, I'm glad I put a scraper in my <laughs> I'm car. Glad I bought some milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so that's the host on a post thing. And then um, also we have our last pair of Keith Urban Tickets to give away for um, Saturday, November 5th at the Excel. Tickets oh. went on sale this morning for his uh, tour, but uh, we'll have a little little contest, a little easy um, multiple choice. <laughs> okay, cool. I mean, our like our first three winners all won by default. Yeah. You know, the, the, calling in third is like can be a good place to you call. Know, oh, that's, yeah. that's a good ticket. 
Yeah, so I mean, we're gonna go. We're gonna do that probably the first hour. Yeah, and then um, also, oh geez, I really did feel bad about hearing about Mike Nesmith of the Monkees. Yeah, I really, really did, just because they were on this last tour and they were here. And but I guess um, according to Roger Friedman, um, that uh, when he saw him last month at New York's Town Hall. He said, I could tell he was not well, and you could tell it was taking all of his energy to perform the farewell oh. tour. And he wrote some of the monkey songs during their hit, but his most famous song was a hit for Linda Ronstead uh, called Different Drum. Basically, just about a woman who wanted to go her own way, which was Nesmith himself, because he, um, at some point, you know, he didn't want to have anything to do with the monkeys. Wow. Like yeah. after it all. After it all, after everything happened and, you know, uh, they were huge and everything. But he also came for money because his mother invented liquid paper. Oh, wow. Which for years and years and years was the only way to make corrections on documents. Yeah. So like white out. White out. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's what it's called. Liquid paper was her trademark name. But um, anyway, so he he. You know, and this is decades before there were word processors and stuff like that. So he used that money to invest in cool movies and he didn't have to be in any reunion tours or anything yeah. with the monkeys because he had money. Yeah. You have a less incentive to maybe yeah. go back to those watering holes if you don't yeah. have to. So, I mean, you know, they just uh, they weren't supposed to ever play their own instruments and they ended up all being that they could play their own instruments and. You know, they were kind of modeled after Hard Day's Night Beatles and yeah. put together, but they do have some enduring songs. I know, but do we have to take the S off the name now? The monkey. Well, no, we're not going to call it the monkey. We'll still call it. We still have the music. Okay. So we, we still can have the keep music. And we are going to sing I'm a, uh, I'm a Believer. Yeah. The Neil yes. Diamond penned monkey song. We're going to kill of the it. Show. Brian, yeah. you've been here on a Friday before. Oh, how, yeah. how do you feel about being able to cover this song with? You're going to, of course, turn the radio up. Oh, yeah. Media nostalgia just from Shrek. Shrek, I know. So, That's how everybody yeah. knows it. The Smash Mouth. The old Smash Mouth yeah. version. Oh, yeah. yeah, so we're going to need you, Brian, to step up. We need that baritone voice. Oh, absolutely. I'll get Thank the bass. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Um, anyway, so I guess that's... Uh, and we did post... Holly posted... Um, uh, a Mike Nesmith, kind of a cool uh, story... Um, because he's seventy eight, mm-hmm. I got I forgot to ask our obituary. We had a notable obituary writer on a few weeks ago. At what age do famous people have a stop you know, have some kind of a obituary written at all the national outlets? Oh you know, yeah. Somebody yeah. that's famous. Like ready to go. Ready to go at a moment's notice. I mean, is it seventy? Is it seventy five? Do they get it ready if they hear obviously if somebody's sick? I've always been curious about that. That is a great question. Because he was 78 and everybody, I mean, Rolling Stone, everybody had like a pretty exhaustive, you know, yeah. um, story of his life, if you will. So, I feel like I should get mine ready, but it'll be pretty <laughs> short list. <laughs> so maybe young. I should do more things first. You're too young. All right. Listen, when we come back, uh, it's our story we can't get enough of. That's right. And while you're there, look for Alexis, the little host on a post with her little Santa hat on. Julie and I are going to be um, at a wig shop on when? Wednesday Ooh. in Roseville. 
Oh my goodness. I went to your guys' Chanhassen one. Oh, that was a blast. It was so much fun. Yeah. No, it we was, get rowdy when we I, get let out of the building. It was wild because I showed up and I, there was probably about an probably about halfway through. And that's when people just started rolling in oh, yeah. and drinks Happy were hour. being served. They heard about the three dollar glasses yeah. of wine. You mean the the bowls of wine. Right. <laughs> um and uh I was ten out of ten, great time. And it was two minutes from my house, which I appreciated. But yeah, yeah, that was, I was, I was just surprised. You know, you go to a radio thing and they're usually, you know, you watch the radio. Your guys' was interactive on a level where I, I mean, you almost gave us lap dances when you were reenactment in your Prince uh, dance. Well, my moment with Prince, I just thought, well, yeah, I really should just act it out as long as I have an audience. And we were all here for it. I mean, we loved it. You gave the play by play. Oh, yeah. oh, really? Because <laughs> I was off mic for that. But, um, okay, well, getting back on mic, um, Julia, you know, she does not watch The Real Housewives of Orange County. I God bless her, but and, that's her biggest flaw. Yeah, and she really, maybe, I think she watched a couple episodes of The Ultimate Girls Trip. But yeah. you are really my real housewife in, in all TV crimes with these uh, ladies. Ride or you die. both are... I literally will. You and I have so many random strings of text going where because we, we always watch it. None of neither of us watch it live. It's no. usually like the next day or whatever. And I'll get a random text from you saying, no, she did it. <laughs> and I'll be like, I know. Like, so so the big thing in Orange County, which Heather Dubrow came back after five seasons. There's only been two episodes. She had the most, we got the most amazing tour of her home. It's insane. Was it 33,000 square feet? Something like that. I mean, the only reason Lisa Vanderpump's is better is because Lisa's in Beverly Hills. Yeah. And <laughs> she has ponies. And yeah, the swan. The you know, she's like yeah. on that. Anyway, but Little yeah. Rosa. I mean, I think Heather Dubrow had an amazing closet and she did leave the show for five years. So she came back. And yeah. Anyway, but one, the, the big thing, the big story shocker that they set up. Heather's having this big fancy party at her place for all these new housewives because some of them know each other and it's other friends. And I forget what the excuse is. Yeah, she had Nobu show up, which is a big old sushi yeah, restaurant and, in OC. And so um, Shannon had drunkenly told Emily and Gina that she had heard that this new housewife and this friend of several years to Heather, yeah. Nicole Dyer, I think her name is. Well, it's is. confusing because there's a couple last names thrown in the yeah. mix. And that's the problem. She's had a couple last I names. I call her Nicole with a botched up face yeah. is what I call her. I kept Holy calling crap. her Nikki because she just kind of had... She like looks a... like Carmen Electra with a bad nose job. Oh, it's that little... Okay. It's like oh, the geez. Grinch nose. Yes, it's kind of... It's really upturned. But it's anyway, overdone. They, she's, she's worked on it too many times. Is she a new housewife? Is she holding an orange or they she's a friend? They did not give her an orange. I think they thought they were going to give her an orange okay. because she's like intricately woven in. But... but you know, She's it's one just of those things friend. you can tell that she, for some reason, didn't make the cut. It was probably after this party they made that decision. I, mean, I have a feeling that Heather may or may yeah. not have made that decision. So, but Shannon tells her friends drunkenly at this thing, I heard that Nicole's last name used to be this. And if it is, she sued Terry 20 years ago for a botched boob job. And Terry is Heather's, Heather's husband, husband, who has been on botched for a very long time. Yeah. Um, and by the way, we should be definitely talking about Terry needs to sue whoever did his face. <laughs> That's a real problem as well. I mean, yeah, yeah. Everybody's face is so overdone. It's yeah. what you're there. I guess if you live there long enough, you just like go, okay, mess up my face. Please. Well, there is a look of likeness when you oh. uh, do spend some time. Like if they walked in, in here, if they walked in here right now, I would probably gasp. Yeah. Their faces look insane on TV. I can't imagine in person. Right. 
So anyway, so, you know, this is the big, don't tell her, yeah. you know. And of course, what happens? Gina, within five minutes of being at the party, tells Heather, hey, this gal, Nicole, that you're such good friends with, we heard from Shannon that she sued Terry years ago. Yeah. And of course, you know, Heather flips out. Freaks out. out. Freaks out. Freaks out about it. But the thing that happened is that, I mean, it's not that shocking that Shannon didn't say that to her because she was trying to figure out who this lady was. What's shocking to me is that Nicole, this Nicole chick, never told. Never talked about it. Yeah. And no, no how did that never, her. never came up? So I was actually very thankful. Eventually, um, Heather went and got Terry. And I mean, I'm sure it took Terry some time to look up who this person was because there was a big pause. Well, yeah. Terry how many eventually... breasts have he done? Exactly. In a and I'm sure career. how many lawsuits or threatens of lawsuits have come in their right. lives. Um, he comes downstairs and he talks to Nicole and he's like, you know, are you this Nicole? And she's, yeah. And you could just tell she looks terrified. She looked wasted. That one yeah. eye wasn't open. <laughs> I think okay. that might be, that might be no. permanently. Uh, her one eye. And I'm like, oh God, she is doing a, this one friend who is a drinker. And I'm always like, would you stop winking? But it was her, that yeah. was like her sign that yeah. she was tipping over the edge. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, yeah, and Terry was actually pretty gracious saying, first off, thanks for dropping the lawsuit. You you know, I'm sure he looked it up because he probably couldn't remember. And then um, she'd said that but she I was mean, in her 20s. hugging her and kissing her. And, and she's too much. for six that's years kept much. it a secret. That's that's weird. And, and I, they're not mad at her, but Heather's mad at everybody else. Well, then Heather comes down and is like, oh, Gina, boy. they say you don't shoot the messenger, but. I'm good. I think you should know that the messenger gets shot. And I was like, dang. Yeah, I know. Well, you don't tell somebody that kind of news before a party. Here's what During Gina, a party. During a party. Before it even gets started. They hadn't even had appetizers. That's true. Here's Gina in the clubhouse. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I was with Andy Cohen two nights ago. He asked her the question. Squeaky Lambie tweeted, why didn't you tell Shannon if she didn't tell Heather about the rumor you would? You promised her you wouldn't say anything, but you couldn't wait to run to Heather to spill the tea. Yeah, no, I mean, I waited like a bit. It was like, I don't know, like 12 hours. I did. I really did. That's a long time, yeah, do right? You, do you wish you hadn't told Heather about the lawsuit? 
No, I don't regret it. I just, like, I recognize hindsight, like, the timing wasn't, like, amazing. But, like, <laughs> like I really messed that dinner party up. So but you know, were okay. you surprised that Heather was not more pissed at Shannon off the bat? And Nicole. And that, that she was directing it at you? Um, no, you know what? I really felt like I understood. I, I knew that she was confused about what was going on. Yes. And I was just allowing her to have that moment. And I, and I was really hoping that we could source it out later. Right. And I'm glad. And about why that. do it that night? I mean, yeah, like, no, it wasn't. That wasn't great. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to do it. But, but you're welcome for that. Yeah, because then Terry asked Heather, well, how much money did you spend on this party? And she's like, well, 10,000 Nobu, 5,000 cash, party favors and flowers, probably 36. He's like, $36,000? That's what I said, too. Jesus. Isn't for, that something? For a party they didn't even eat the meal at. Oh. I know. I, I hope that those that all went home with the servers and like. Yeah, just, but that was just kind of like a, I mean, Heather plays in Beverly Hills money. Oh, yeah. And that's where she almost walks the line of maybe like that she might fit that franchise better. But, but she's be, too far away. Orange County, yes. you need a helicopter to yeah. get up to L.A. This is our help. Unless you want to sit in traffic between two to four hours. I do say this. I do appreciate like I like seeing over the top lifestyles. That's why I like watching yeah. Housewives. They needed her on this season. Yeah, I agree. And I, her and Dr. Jen, I'm very happy are on there. And actually that one. No, I like uh, that doctor, that plastic surgeon. Dr. Jen, yeah. Dr. Jen, I like her and I hope her husband never wears a shirt Me. and carries that dog everywhere. Me too. <laughs> that is something I could get behind. I am fine with watching a shirtless hot man kiss a little chihuahua. Thank you very much. Yeah, does he not work? Is he just kind of a think, house husband? I think he's and, a stay-at-home dad and he's oh, done some investments. Yeah. yeah, he has had some investments in housings and things Got like that. It. But yeah, um. It was good. I mean, between that and Ultimate Girls Trip, you, we are in a great place right now with the Real Housewives. Yeah, we are. We got Salt Lake is shaking it. And, and my, we're going to have a Miami and a Dubai. Yes, thank you. No Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip reunion, though. No. I don't think they need one. No, they there wasn't don't. enough no. there there. No, 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 no. All right. Listen, we'll be uh, right back. Hey, we're going to be talking with Larissa Wool when we come back. She's a pet rescue expert. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, Julia loves to be our, our executive producer. And a couple weeks ago, she's like, Lori, I booked somebody just for you and Brittany on Friday. And it's a perfect time of the year. And we are really happy that she uh, confirmed our guest today. Larissa Wool is with us. She is a pet rescue expert. And we hear a pretty cool chick. Oh, thank you, guys. I'm so excited to be here. I hear you're wonderful and that you have, that you're both animal lovers as well. So this is exciting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that, I would say we definitely fall on the line of animal addicts, some of us. Yeah. Um, Larissa, how many pets do you, I like that. How many pets do you have right now? Well, it's so funny. I was just putting one in the bedroom that was starting to bark right on cue. I have three rescue dogs of my own, but I'm also dog watching for my stepmom's <laughs> two rescue dogs right now. So it's a it's a full house, put it that way. <laughs> Isn't that funny? So I have three dogs as well. And when you have three dogs, people just assume, which they're not wrong, they can just add more to the mix it anytime. It feel like that. It's like, you know. And I think it's true. Yeah. My husband would argue, but I think it's right. I mean, it might, if you have three, you might as well have five. Oh, that's right. Well, you know, I... 
Go ahead. I had one and it was like, oh, okay, you know, one is no big deal. Then I had two. Then it was like, well, may as well have three. <laughs> they just kind of pile up. Yeah, they do. Oh, my God. Mar- uh, Larissa, is December a time of the year? Do people, is this a big pet gifting time or rescuing time, December? Yes, yes. Thank you for asking. You know, pet adoptions and pet purchases are huge in December. Now, of course, I'm a big rescue advocate. Mm -hmm. So there are many reasons that I think that is the best way to go. But unfortunately, so many people still buy dogs, especially puppies, for the holidays. And, you know, they want to surprise the kids or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that I really want people to know is that you know, having an animal, which you know, Brittany, it's a lifelong decision. Even if it's a free pet, it yeah. is never free because oh. those costs add up between the vet, the food, the dog watcher, whatever it is. So, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people are impulsive in December and want just something cute and cuddly to, you know, be with. But mm-hmm. they really have to think about the long term situation. I always say the cheapest part about owning a dog is buying it. Yeah. Hands down. Yes. Yes, and you know, a lot of uh, rescues and shelters offer great deals to incentivize people to rescue this time of year, which I love. Mm -hmm. But again, you have to remember that even if you're not paying a single cent for the pet itself, you're going to pay for it. (laughs) What are the three questions you should ask yourself before you decide to do this uh, dog for life decision? Well, that's a great question. The first one is, are you ready for a dog for life? Because Mm -hmm. it is a long, long time that you have an animal and Mm -hmm. you are their protector. So you don't get to just say, I'm tired of this. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, too many people do. So first of all, are you ready for that? Yeah. B, what is your lifestyle? Because, you know, people tend to adopt or purchase animals based on how cute they are or how fluffy or how big or little they're going to get. And unfortunately, you really need to know your breeds because if you're a person that works eight to 10 hours and you want to come home and sit down and watch Netflix, you don't want a husky. But if you love getting up early and going on hikes or runs and you're active and you want an adventure buddy, then you don't want a Maltese. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's very important to know your lifestyle and really choose an animal based on that. Because the last thing you want to do, if you are one of those that wants to sit down, have a nice dinner and relax, is have to go for an hour run if that's not your thing. And then the third thing that I would say is to really think long term. And I mean that in terms of, you know, are you single now, but maybe you're going to get married? Are you married and you don't have kids, but maybe you will have kids? Or maybe you'll have grandchildren that will be coming in and out of the house. Those are all things to take into consideration. It certainly doesn't mean you shouldn't have an animal. Right. You want to base the animal you get on that. Because unfortunately, so many animals that are dumped at shelters every single day are because a baby came in the picture or a grandchild or moving, you know, Mm -hmm. and I understand things happen. Yeah. But try to kind of look, look, you know, beyond just. Christmas Day. <laughs> right, right. I, you know, one thing that um, I, I remember a girlfriend who just was a dog lover and she didn't ask herself any of these questions. <laughs> she got a German Shepherd. Oh, my goodness. And she lived in an apartment. And that was the saddest German Shepherd that you ever saw because yeah. she didn't also know the car- the cardinal thing you should know of what kind of dog you're getting. What is this dog's job? Yes. Is it a runner? Is it a, you know, hurt? Depending on what the dog's job. I mean, do you think that's a fair way of describing it? 
Absolutely. I'm so glad you brought that up. And that kind of falls into the lifestyle category. Mm. You know, certain breeds are and have always been bred to do certain things. Yeah. So as you mentioned, running, herding, uh, sniffing, and those types of dogs can't or shouldn't be kept in a small confined area. They'll go crazy. And what that does is that means they're going to start chewing up your couch or your mm-hmm. baseboards or your blinds. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, most people will say, oh, my goodness, what did I get myself into? I can't do this. And, you know, bring the dog to a shelter or rehome it or whatever it may be. And so setting yourself up for success, is, it just makes sense. <laughs> I always thought it was so wild. So I um, volunteer at a rescue here, um, secondhand hounds. And I always think it's really wild when people come in, they say they want a smart dog. And I always tell them, like, one of my dogs is very smart, and she's the most exhausting. Like, mm-hmm. if anything, yep. you want to mix, and you want to, like, I don't want to say dumb, but my dumb dog, Murphy, yeah. is the best out of all of them. Like, <laughs> First of all, I love that name. Murphy, I don't know what he looks like, but I can picture him oh, in my head. <laughs> you know, he's just a, and then we got Robot, and she's the one who's just figuring, and she's a blue tick, and so she has to have a job, you know, and we have to do things with her, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm glad I got her in my like late 20s and now my next dog will just be a a big old dumb mix and I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I I just met a couple in there probably late 60s who just got a a doodle puppy. Oh my and goodness. And they had no idea. You know, they said, "Well, my friends had a doodle and it was yeah. so sweet." And I said, "They are sweet, but they are smart. They can get themselves out of crates they can open the fridge they yeah. can figure out you know ways to get what they want and if you're not watching you know you never know what's going to happen so yes i agree if you're like me and you want something to cuddle and love on and just bring so much happiness to your life get a dog that doesn't necessarily have the the most smart <laughs> yeah, you know just look at people i'll tell you what as somebody who'd probably qualify as dumb i'm far happier than your average smart person you just apply that to dogs i barely need walks i love it yeah give me treats and let me sit on the couch and i'm happy yes yeah. for sure and i would totally love to have a, a, a french bulldog a bully dog francais but my husband he doesn't want to share me with anybody so <laughs> No dog, but I have a lovely Pinterest board devoted to French Bulldogs because I just think they are just the most darling dogs that do oh. remind me of my husband. Oh, <laughs> it's well, like that's that his. Is a great. It's his doggo oh, ganger, I guess. <laughs> oh. oh my god! Well, I was I was going to say that that leads me to the idea of fostering, which is something maybe you could bring up to your husband because that's temporary. And it's still a wonderful thing. Have you ever thought about that? Oh, no, no, never. If I ever even brought home a dog, he would go, he would say, he would think I wanted a divorce. That's a, that's a, that's a line. But, but I, but I do know people who foster dogs and I think there's always room for more people. It seems like there's more dogs than foster, you know, homes. Yes, there are. That's the unfortunate part. And that's why I love when people start fostering because it's such a great way to experience having an animal, be it a cat or a dog. Right. It helps the shelters and rescues so much because it alleviates space. And it also ends up doing such good work for the animal because it gets them out of a small cage or kennel Mm -hmm. and it teaches them how to be the best pet 
in a home environment. So it helps get them adopted. So it's such a win-win. You get something out of it. The dog gets something out of it. The rescue does. And, you know, obviously it's, it can be difficult to give up your foster dog when they find their forever home. Yeah. But, you know, it, it it's such a rewarding experience. And, and for the most part, people do it over and over again. What's nice, so I fostered uh, this last summer. We had a, a pregnant dog with seven puppies. And with social media, I get to see them constantly. So it doesn't feel like as sad. I know I've won when I was, That's you know, true. yeah, a while ago. But now mm-hmm. it feels like I check on them all the time. So it's fun. And then you have a website we can check out too, right, Larissa? Yes, I would love that. It's savedbythel.com. And then I'm also on Instagram at Larissa Wall. And, you know, I always try to get back to people if they have questions. You know, there's nothing I love more than helping people learn how to, you know, be the best pet parent they can be. So I would love for people to reach out if they have any uh, questions or need advice. That is so great. Larissa, thank you so much for being with us today and giving us a good dog pep talk and things to think about maybe someone is going to want to foster over the holidays and you know check out your social medias it was just great to meet you thank you so much you guys are wonderful and Brittany, thank you for fostering and oh, uh, volunteering as oh, well oh, oh, thank and you for i'm gonna you keep do. pinning french bulldogs oh, yeah. to my pinterest <laughs> and, yeah Lori yes. definitely does her part i'm a dog owner in my oh, mind Lori, you're awesome <laughs> All right, thank have you, a good one, Larissa. You. you too. That that was fun. Thanks, oh. Julia. Yeah, who knew that Julia could actually help our show out? Well, she loves being. She would love to the be tinker. the executive producer. <laughs> that is her Virgo You're thing. Right. That she just but she would do wrestle and make us do way more. But That's she true. also is a talk show host. So that tempers the executive producing. <laughs> good, good. We need it to. All right, listen. Uh, we've got a great surprise for you when we come back. All right, well, we want to wish you a Mary Keith Urban 651-641-1071. Brian's going to take the first three callers, and we're going to have a multiple-choice game for people, but we're going to start. um, Caller number three gets to be the first guesser. We'll go that way. Okay. 651-641-1071. And this is for a pair of Keith Urban tickets for Saturday, November 5th. He is closing out his 20. 22 North American tour here at the Excel. That's how much he loves his Minnesota fans. Hey, there we go. All right. So Brian, you get people lined up and then I stumped Brittany with a, I did have one, one thing I was going to ask you to dog experts. Why should you always pet your dog before leaving the house? I have no idea. I know I do it because it's a big point of contention with me and my husband that I have to kiss him first before I kiss all the animals. Goodbye. Like, it's our actual argument. But tell me, why? Why would you have to pet him before you leave? According to, uh, this was in, you know me, I'm looking for studies. Love it. I was reading the Journal of Veterinary Behavior. Impressive, I know. I'm very impressed. And they have uh, research, uh, uh, in this study, basically what they found is that when you give your pup a little loving mm -mm, as you leave, just acknowledging them, yeah. and then you're leaving. They feel so much calmer when you're gone. Oh. If you don't do it, they might Kinda wander for around for anxious. a while. Yeah. Or all it is, it's just the, it's just what they need, and really. You know, when I say goodbye out of my four animals, 
I always pick one and I tell them they're in charge. Yeah. So like sometimes it's Izzy, sometimes it's Robot. So I, I have a whole they're thing. They're not testing talking. They're just no, testing. No, but they, they literally just give your no, my pat no. on the head. No, mine no. If I say Kitty Cash is in charge, they all know Kitty Cash is in charge. Yeah, now we're not going deep in dog <laughs> therapy with you, Brittany, here. we Ain't nobody got time for Nobody's that, okay? Nobody's got time for that. Just always pet your dog before you leave the house. Yeah. Okay, cats, of course, they don't care if you pet them or not. All right, Brian, who do we have? <laughs> All right, so we have Mike on the line. Ooh, Mike. Starting it out. Mike, are you ready? Yes, yes, I am. You are. God, you're lucky caller three that got moved up to uh, spot number one. Let's do the question, Brian. All, All this right. excitement from everybody is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, the, your question is, what group did Keith Urban sing backup vocals for in 1992? You got to give them the choices. All right. Is it The Offspring, NXS, or The Cure? I'm going to say The Offspring. Ooh, I no, am sorry. No, that is incorrect. Oh, Mike. That is incorrect. Michael. Mike, but you've helped somebody else. I'm really sorry you didn't win those tickets. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you, though. Thank you. Okay, bye. All right. Who do we have? Who's caller number two, which was two no matter which way we took the order, right? Oh, let me cue him in real quick. One second. All right. Shoot. Yeah, all you can do is guess, but, you know, we've been trying to make our multiple choices hard this week. Good. Yeah. I mean, these are big-time tickets. I feel bad. I actually think Mike sounded like a lovely person, but in my defense... We feel bad every day. I feel bad for anybody always. Yeah, I know it. Okay, who do we have? Oh, he's... uh, Brian is... I can give Mike some... Gone in a flash, all over cooling mist for oh, yeah, that's um, Julia's, hot flashes. That's hot flash that I found spray. here on the counter. Yeah, we're here, leaving, Mike. Here's your consolation prize. We're leaving it here for anybody who wants. Thank to you. Use it, I appreciate you know? that. I like community things. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe um, Brian is having trouble with the lines, or he's. You don't have to type in anybody's name. Just put on the next person. That's like the most important thing right now, probably is ask our next person. All right. So we got Stephanie on the line. Okay, Stephanie. Stephanie. Brian, give the question again. All right. So the question, Stephanie, what group did Keith Urban sing backup vocals for in 1992? Was it The Offspring, NXS, or The Cure? I'm going to say The Cure. Ooh, I am sorry, Stephanie. Oh, no, Stephanie. Oh, my gosh. That means the third time this week, the (laughs) default person who's caller number one, put them on the air with us right now. Stephanie, we're sorry. Bye, Steffi. Yeah, it was in excess, you guys. He sang backing vocals on their live album, uh, Live Baby Live, baby, live. It's just so not a genre, so I could see how everybody but would be But they were Australian. Other. Yeah, yeah. No, it just seems like that. I could yeah. see Who how. Who do we have? All right. So, caller, can you give your name, please? Hi, this is Sandy. Sandy, have you won anything in the last 30 days? I have not. Well, oh. Sandy, by default, you are going to Keith Urban because the first two callers guessed incorrectly. So, you were going by uh, default. How do you like that? I'm so excited. I've never seen him, and I know he's great. Oh, he's so, so good. So the answer was Keith Urban sang backing vocals on NXS live album in 1992, and I just threw out The Cure and The Offspring as just, you know, other bands that were kind of big. You threw them off. Threw them out there. And, yeah, uh, 
Mike and Stephanie got it wrong, and then Mike was caller number three, and I was excited. I made him caller number one. I, you know, and you were the first guy. Anyway, look at how it all worked out for you. I'm I'm I never win anything, so I'm super excited. Well, good. So it's Saturday, November fifth, twenty twenty two. Pick your uh, person. They have to be worthy. That's all we ask. You know what? I'd have to say pick. Pick Mike. Yeah, pick Mike. No, what if she's got a husband? <laughs> fine, fine. Pick Steph. Pick a hot, Steph. A hot wife or fine. girlfriend or boyfriend. I don't know. Steph who, seemed lovely, too. Who are you going to take? You know, I have two different girlfriends that are nuts about Keith Urban. Oh, so make I'll them, flip a coin. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. Oh, my gosh. Make them fight oh for it. Oh, my gosh. He that's... He was a better friend. No, no, no. You can't <laughs> do, do that. Yeah. yeah. And if they both are equally crazy about him, you know, you almost have, you could do, you know, John can, you know, rock, paper, scissors, best out of five. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll figure out something. We've got a year to figure it out, right? Basically, <laughs> yeah. you do. You've got some time. Don't book a vacation that week. <laughs> I wouldn't dream of it. Okay. All right, wait and stay on the line so uh, Brian can get all your information and we can get the tickets to you. So, one of the things that I was just obsessed with yesterday, my brother got two Adele tickets. Oh, he did. And I am encouraging him to sell them on, you know, because they are going for so much yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The demand is so high. She's going to make $2 million per show. That's so wild. That's $48 million over four. That's 14 weeks. That's so wild. Little over 100,000 tickets. No tickets even went on general ad, ad, admission because the bots... Got quite a few of the tickets. That's that's that sucks. That does suck. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have to acknowledge something. Is it? It was pretty reasonable that your listeners are not good at trivia. I think that that kind of works well with what we have cultivated here as a show. Yeah, I just thought about like that. Like I think that 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 says more about us than them, and I think that we can appreciate that. I. Yeah, but I'm having trouble following your train of thought, Brittany. So. Like, I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? Like, I, like anybody... the contest? Are we going back to the contest? I'm thinking about the contest, okay. yeah. Like, um, I think that there's something about, like, we're not very good at trivia. And, of course, your listeners wouldn't be very good at trivia. It's, it's harder than it looks. Yeah, so it's I just, harder sorry. than it appears. I know we were talking about Adele. And so, wait, your brother, is he going to sell those tickets? I mean, I... I have been actively encouraging the yeah. capitalists in him <laughs> to get on board and sell those tickets because Adele is young. Is he a big Adele fan or is somebody he, in his he life? He is, but he's kind of like more um, like that he's seen her, you know, he just, I don't know. I, he's just proud that he got him, but I'm saying, I'm proud that you got him, sell him and make some sell damn him, money. Right? Get us all good Christmas gifts. Yeah. And, uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm being, yeah, I'm being like the devil on his shoulder telling him. And you're him, so funny because normally you go to concerts without even thinking about it. So <sighs> she's 32. I know she'll be around. You're right. Yeah. Uh, okay. We got to go. We'll be back. We'll be back.